What's up, what's up, what's up? Welcome to the Four Sideball Podcast. You're tuning in with your boy Rich, and I'm here with my buddies Tom and JD, and we're about to get this thing started. Let's go. Man, oh man. Right, ladies and gentlemen, we got a brand new episode for everybody. We're at 168. I believe 168. How's everybody doing tonight? Doing good, Rich. How you doing? Doing fantastic, man. This is uh, the real part of football kicking in now. So definitely looking forward <laughs> to this. For for who? Me and you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Most important part of the year. Yeah. I mean, uh, let's get right into it, man. We had the Super Bowl wrap up. We had the Chiefs versus the 49ers. Uh, Chiefs, go ahead and won the game, man. It was close, a lot closer than that. The, the score was not something I would have picked. Uh, 25-22, went into overtime. I don't think it's too much to take from the game. We kind of thought the Chiefs would win it. Patrick Mahomes, you know, MVP. Did a good job of uh, uh, using his feet, which I think uh, the 49ers were not ready for um, during those last drives. And then, uh, you know, 49ers just couldn't stop him. Yeah, you know, <clears throat> like I said, uh Early, you know, I think when the postseason started, I wasn't betting against Mahomes uh, in the playoffs until someone could beat him, and and turns out no one could. Yeah, I, I think the Chiefs got off to a bit of a slow start. You know, 10 nothing probably could have been worse if McCaffrey doesn't fumble. I mean, I guess obviously you have the Pacheco fumble too, so maybe those cancel each other out. But it felt like the 49ers were moving the ball uh, well or, or good enough and, and couldn't, couldn't capitalize uh, early in that game. And then, uh, you know, the, the, the fumble, punt, punt return fumble kind of gave uh, Kansas City life. They scored a touchdown, take the lead, um, kind of a little bit of a, a back and forth and, and until we get into overtime. And then, and then, yeah, I mean, you know, I think, I think the, 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 big, uh, the big gaff in overtime was, was uh, Shanahan uh, taking the ball to start, uh, kicking the field goal. And, and, you know, I think once that field goal got kicked, there's probably a, a big chunk <laughs> of people watching that were like, this game's over. Kansas, he's going to come down score a touchdown and that's it. But like you said, on, on, on that last drive, a couple of uh, big runs from Mahomes. obviously the fourth and one naked bootleg. Uh, and then the uh, third and one that kind of set him up um, down there, like the, the uh, you know, 15 yard line or so um, pass to Kelsey and then Hardman for the, uh, the touchdown that, that ended it. Yeah, I, I felt like there was just a lot of confusion at the end of that game. I mean, the clock that was kind of running down and people were, um, I don't know, panicking a little bit, it seemed. And then, you know, it, even Shanahan taking the ball first, uh, it just seemed like people weren't in tune with what was going on. Yeah, I mean, they asked Shanahan about about taking the ball first. I mean, the thing is, is that, I mean, if it played out the way he thought it would play out, he would have been a genius, right? But unfortunately, he didn't, right? He kind of thought that, you know, they would go down and score, and then the Chiefs would go down and score, and then they would get the, the ball back. So it would be on them to, like, win the game, kind of like sudden death. But unfortunately, it didn't happen that way. Um, so like I said, if it went down that way, it would have been, that would have been perfect, right? Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, it didn't, right? So I can't really fault them for that, right? Uh, especially... Yeah especially the defense they had, right? They pretty much were containing the Chiefs pretty much majority of the game. So you kind of you kind of want to have some faith on your defense to go out there and make a stop. But 
Yeah, I mean, I agree. I do think that once they got down to like that 15, 14-yard line, I'm probably going for the touchdown no matter what. I'm probably running it on third down there uh, out of that timeout and then see what you get if you have a fourth and four, fourth and three, whatever it is, take a stab at it. You know, I just – I think once you once you kick that field goal, um, I, I hate to say it, but you're almost like conceding that game to, to Mahomes and company because, you know, he's just – the kind of guy that's just not gonna settle for that field goal. He's he wants that, he wants a touchdown. He wants the game to be over, uh, and he he proved it uh, at the end of that game. Oh yeah, you just got to stay super. Especially when you're playing the Chiefs, man, you got to stay super aggressive. Yeah, uh, uh, absolutely. So, you know, I'm also uh, the my, the the thing I kind of fought with some of the players. They were kind of confused on the overtime rules. Uh, this would be a terrible time to be confused about the <laughs> overtime rules. Um, yeah, it was kind but, of funny. It was like the 49ers seemed confused, but then you know you talk to the you talk to the Chiefs guys, and they're like, we had you know basically we had a rules official telling us for every game, you know what what the new overtime rules were, and so it seemed it seemed like uh, yeah, it seemed like that they knew, uh, but the the, the 49ers uh, clearly did not seem like they knew. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That, that, this is, that's kind of the worst time to. <laughs> Uh, not know the rules, right? Yeah. Um, especially when it's all on the line. But yeah, you know, both these teams uh possibly could be back next year, so uh we could could see it the the third matchup. But mm-hmm. it's hard. It's gonna be hard to get back there, man. Um, yeah. I, don't, I don't think oh, yeah. I don't think the Forty Nines do get back there next year. So. Well, yeah. Now you got you know some some rumblings of uh Ayuk wanting out and. Uh, uh, they fired Steve Wilkes, the defense coordinator, which I thought he actually did a pretty good job on Mahomes for about three, three and three quarters of a game. So yeah, I, I think that it's, it's tough to get back there. Obviously, um, I, I thought Brock Purdy looked pretty good, though. You know, all things considered, probably missed a couple guys that were open. I think Ayuk was open on that on on one of those late um, late plays. He just was getting kind of uh, pressured. I mean, I felt like Chris Jones was in his in his lap the whole game. Yeah, Chris Jones did a good job of uh, picking up those um, th- those like uh, motions they were doing as far as like the uh, the line pulling and guys, uh, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, uh, you know, cross blocking depending on what what they were doing, right, um, right. to get in the backfield, not fall for those uh those fake handoffs. So I mean, he did a good job. I mean, your boy Spags, man, great job. He said yeah. he's the first uh, defensive coordinator to have four Super Bowls. So. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you got two of those with the Giants, two of those with the Chiefs. I still don't think he he gets a look for a head coaching coaching job anytime soon. I'm not but, sure I mean, he wants one at this point, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, he's kind of he's doing his thing, man. I'm happy for him. Um, yeah. And I mean, the Chiefs gonna have some questions that they gotta fin- figure out this off season with player free agents and stuff like that. Yeah. But uh, I mean, we'll get into that. But I mean, as long as they have Patrick Mahomes at the helmet, uh, they're de- definitely gonna be hard to beat. Sure. But uh, it's, gonna look, it's looking like uh, Joe Burrow is the only person I'm gonna be able to beat him, man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the only other guy, <laughs> the only other guy who's beat him in the playoffs doesn't play football anymore. So uh, it's it's uh, it's on Joe Burrow, I think. You know, and these guys are already talking three P, and uh, you got you got Kelsey and 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 Reed uh, already looking to next year. Um, there's never been a three P since the uh, the merger, I don't think. Uh, no one's won three Super Bowls in a row, so. Yeah, I, I mean, obviously it would be something. I I wouldn't again wouldn't put it past these guys because uh, they can they can reload a little bit here, get some get some wide receiver help, 
and and their defense is pretty locked up, I think. So, you know, I I don't see why they wouldn't be able to run it back next year, barring obviously injuries. Yeah, they just got to figure out uh, uh, Snead and uh, Jones. Uh, those two are free agents, and then uh, no, Jones is signed. Oh, well, no, I think his uh, was his a player option or something. Oh, did he do the one year? Yeah, I thought he did a one year. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it's just those two, and then uh, on defense, really, and then uh, offensively. I mean, they definitely gonna get some more. It's a lot of wide receivers uh, that are free agents, and mm-hmm. then uh, this draft is uh, kind of loaded um, with wide receiver talent. Probably like mm-hmm. I want to say like probably got a, four or five guys mm-hmm. that are probably gonna go in that first round for, as far as wide receivers. So yep. even th- they got the last pick of the first round, so it's gonna be hard. But uh, I can see one of them falling to them. So. Yeah, and and you know I, I don't know who's out there for trade targets or or uh, a free agent, but um, I think there's some some options out there for sure. Yeah, definitely are. Um, so we're gonna have to wait and see, man. I mean, they got uh, I mean, T Higgins is out there, your boy Evans, Calvin Ridley. So I mean, there's yeah. definitely options. Then we got the uh, combine coming up, 26th to the March 4th. That's what we've been waiting for, man. <laughs> Got these uh, mock drafts going crazy right now. You know, they're saying uh, looks like Fields is going to get traded, but to what team, we're not sure yet. So, mm-hmm. you know, rumors about the Steelers, uh, then some other teams. But um, I wouldn't mind seeing them on the Steelers, though. Yeah, I don't think that's a bad landing spot for him. Um, I, you know, I, I, I do feel like I hear he's getting traded, and then, you know, a week later, it's like, no, they're going to keep him, and they're going to trade the number one pick, so. Yeah, it will be interesting to see, you know, what what happens here. I think last year it was like around early April they traded the pick to Carolina. So, um, yeah, I, I'm I'm kind of interested because obviously <clears throat> whatever they decide to do kind of kind of shapes the rest of the draft, right? Um, so, uh, yeah, I, I'm 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 excited to see kind of how this all plays out. Oh yeah, um, it's gonna be interesting to see, man. Um, I'm I'm looking for the wheeling and dealings to go on. I, w- I would like for uh I would like to feels I would like for feels going get to a new team so we yeah. can kind of see what uh you know he's worth kind of you know reinvent his career so to say even though I don't say it's yeah. like dead but he's he definitely have moments where you know you can tell he'd be a great starting quarterback so I mean they got the weapons in place you know whether it be receivers or running back um they got a good defense so. Uh, that that division is going to be loaded if he goes to that division. I'm not sure how who who's going to get out. So, right, right. And then uh, on the other end, I mean, you got your uh, your Jets at sit at ten. I, what are you feeling? You feeling like O lineman? What's going on, man? Yeah, I'm thinking if if one of the top top three O linemen are there, Joe Wall, uh, the kid from Penn State. Um, I think you go O line. Uh, after that. I don't know. I, 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 you know, you probably need a wide receiver to pair with Wilson, but I don't know if you can, if you're going to get a guy there. Um, so I, I, I probably shoot for O line. You need to protect uh, Rogers and then whoever's going to be there after that. And then maybe, you know, second round, you're looking at QB or, or something like that. I, I don't know. There's, there's a lot of options, uh, but I do think it's, it's probably quarterback, wide receiver, O line that, that you're looking for. Yeah, man. I mean, you guys just gotta hope somebody falls, cause uh, I mean, I don't know if I, know. Know, I don't know if one of these other receivers will fall, like you know Malik Neighbors or um, Rome, but 
Yeah, Pardon? I'm hope I'm hoping that Joe Alt falls. Um, he seems like a like a like a Jets kind of guy. I don't know if he will. Um, I I'd, honestly, I take him, the kid from Penn State, either one of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I I do what you can to get that old lineman. Yeah, I mean, it's gonna be interesting to see how these picks fall. Because if somebody if somebody doesn't get picked at a certain spot, or if somebody jumps in, uh, it could be a spicy day for these uh, mm-hmm. top ten picks. Yep. Um, as far as the Giants, I just hope. Uh, I wouldn't mind getting a receiver, but we do need a quarterback. So the quarterback I think uh, we should get is probably going to be gone. Um, but you never know. Uh, the thing is, is that top three picks will, might be quarterback, and then yeah. uh, yep. After that, it's going to be receivers and O linemen. And I just hope we don't get a whole lineman, man. Just get the receiver, man. We need a lot about, of help. What about Fields, the Giants? No, nah, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think they're going to do that. No. Honestly, it would be great if they did because, I mean, um, from what uh, from what we see in the uh, the Pittsburgh potential deal, it might be like a two and a four. I would definitely give up a two and a four for him. But, you, you know, for him to compete think, with uh, Danny Dimes. Yeah, um, you, think, you think they're trying to trying – to... Or do you think he wants to go somewhere where the team's close, like like a Pittsburgh or or Atlanta or something like that? Yeah, I mean, obviously, if I'm Fields, I want to go to Atlanta or Pittsburgh. I, I wouldn't want to go to the Giants. There's too many uh, too many holes. But um, Dabo could, I mean, Dabo could fix the field situation because um, uh-huh. he's had he's had Allen, so that's a similar quarterback. Yep. Um, but like I said, we it's just a lot of Especially on the defensive side, man, we need a lot of help. Mm-hmm. And then I don't even know. We might not even have a running back. From what I'm hearing, is uh, Saquon is probably going to Houston. So it's it's gonna be a long day. I don't know. I think running. I, you know, you know my feelings on running backs, but like, not not a big loss for me. I'm not spending that kind of money on a running back anyway. So kudos yeah, to but, Saquon if you can get that money. But um, you know, give me give me the next guy. Like draft a, a second, third round or something like that. I, I think he'll he'll be fine. Yeah, but that's the thing. This draft is like, it's not even. I don't. I can't even say I, I see his replacement. Um, so it's going to be more of a running back by committee. Yeah, you um, see that. You say that now, but I, I think that once once the dust settles, they'll they'll have someone. I think that'll be, will will be fine. Yeah, but that's the thing. I would have rather paid Saquon than freaking Danny Dimes. So I, I I don't disagree with you there, but um, it's not that's not the world of the NFL we live in right now, unfortunately. Yeah, man. It's pay the quarterback and then figure figure everything else out after that. Yeah, we're gonna have to do some New England type deals where um, we dump some players for more draft picks because we, we're gonna need a lot of help. Um, yeah. As far as free agency, I don't even know if we can lure free agents. Uh, I know a lot of. I feel like a lot of players view the Giants kind of like the Patriots, like that old regime um, mm-hmm. type organization. So um, yeah. it's gonna be interesting to see. And then uh, some of the other free agents I mentioned play play a little game called Stay or Go. So I'm going to put you as the the uh, player. You let me know if you're going to stay, you're going to go to another team, or mm-hmm. you're going to hit free agency. Mm-hmm. All right, we've got uh, Chris Jones. Stay. Yeah, that's simple. I feel like uh, I feel like he's, he's made like, enough money. So. Yeah, I mean, it's, I think you still got to pay the guy. Maybe give him one of those, like, you know, two- to three-year deals where, like, you know, 30 million guaranteed, something like that, you know, with, you know, incentives up to like 60 million. I think you could get them on something like that. Oh, yeah. Then we got a, a Josh Allen to the from the Jags. Uh, Go. 
Oh yeah, I, I was gonna say that. I said I don't know. I don't know where he's gonna go, but I think he's gonna cash in somewhere. Oh yeah, he's definitely gonna cash out. Um, I, I was gonna give you Calvin Ridley next, but I mean that's a, obviously I'm I'm out of there, man. <laughs> um, so Cal, I mean this is obvious, but uh, if you're Calvin Ridley, you stay in here, you go. Going. Definitely. Uh, I'm out to the Chiefs, man. <laughs> Then we got uh, T Patriots, Higgins. Patriots have Patriots have been ru- rumored there. Uh, I I don't know, man. I I don't know if I could see that. But I mean, I I, I wouldn't. I can see him going somewhere where it immediately puts him as the number one receiver, because he probably feels like he's the number one receiver, didn't get a lot of targets. But mm-hmm. I mean, if he if he go, if he goes somewhere, and he gets a bunch of targets and he's putting up another fifteen hundred yards. It's going to make yep. you question what the hell they're doing over in uh in Jacksonville. Oh, hundred percent. And then what about uh, T. Higgins, man? I think he stays. No, I was going to say, they got a little interesting situation there between uh, him and uh, Boyd is also a free agent, too. So I don't know if they'll be able to keep both of them. I, I don't think so. I think Boyd's probably gone. But I think you keep T. Higgins and uh, Jamar Chase, and, and you have that one-two combo. Unless you're going to do something crazy and, and try to go get Justin Jefferson, I think you got. I, I think you got to keep T. Higgins. I mean, his problem is just staying healthy, so maybe you can – do some sort of contract with with injuries, which they do often. Yeah, if he's healthy, like guy's incredible. Oh well, yeah, definitely. Uh, I think the only thing you flirt with is like uh, maybe if you're trying to upgrade a receiver. Do sure. you feel like Michael Pittman Jr. would be upgrade from him? I don't. I I I just don't think. I think he's Higgins is faster than Michael Pittman. He's bigger and he's got better. Uh, maybe maybe they're about the same on hands. I think they both got really good hands. Um, I Pittman is. An awesome possession receiver. I, he doesn't have that kind of breakaway speed that I, I think Higgins is mostly a possession receiver. But you know, we saw it in the Super Bowl a couple of years ago when he gets out of the field, the guy's fast. Yeah. So I, I'm <clears throat> I'm sticking with what I know, and, and Burrow knows Higgins, and uh, I, I'm going I'm going that route until, uh, like I said, unless you can get like a Justin Jefferson or someone like that, which is highly unlikely. But yeah, if that happens, I'm buying the I'm buying the Cincinnati jersey, man. Yeah. And then uh I'm gonna give you uh I feel like Mike Evans is out of there, man. Um I, I think he stays. I think he's one of those guys that flies under the radar. Oh, was it James Winston? He said Mike Evans is the best dude in the NFL. Like bar none, he uh he just goes about his job, does his thing, doesn't really, you know, give you guff. You know, a lot, especially in, in wide receivers, you know, they're always a lot of really good wide receivers, divas. Obviously, they want the ball all the time. And, but he said, like, the guy just works hard. He's he's there before everybody. He stays late. He helps everybody out. Like, he just seems to me like he's one of those guys that just is like, I just want to spend my whole career here and uh, we'll figure it out. We'll figure out what happens. I mean, he's at nine or 10, 1,000 yard receiving seasons. Like, he's a, He's a first ballot Hall of Famer. I don't know. I guess maybe he could go chase a ring, uh, but he has one. So, I don't know. I think he stays in Tampa. Uh, I don't know, man. For him, I think if he leaves, it's to chase a ring. Um, yeah. I don't, I, don't, I don't feel like the money motivates him. I feel like he's more one of those no. players that wants to be known as the best. So, it's going to be interesting to see. Because he can make a huge impact on, uh, on going somewhere. So Yeah. He, oh, definitely. Then uh, last one, man. If if you're Chase Young, man, you stand stand with the 49ers, or are you out of there, man? <laughs> if I'm the 49ers, do I want Chase Young? Uh, I mean, he did have like a, he did have like two sacks, well I think. He played well in the Super Bowl. 
I don't know. You see that? You see that clip of him in, against the the Lions when when Gibbs scored that touchdown? He's kind of just like jogging around. Um, I, yeah, I don't know what to think about Chase Young. To be honest with you, it, when I when they got him, I thought it was a huge get. Um, I just don't know if he has had the impact on the on that defense that uh, Sam Fran was expecting. I'm not sure. Um, yeah, that, that was my issue with him coming out of college was his motor. I feel like sometimes oh, yeah. he just he just he doesn't have it compared to like a. No. Uh, a Hutchison who same oh, yeah. size, but he's constantly, you know, running, you know, okay. running at running at the quarterback or you know whoever has the ball like that, uh, yep. like, like like the JJ Watt or something like that. So or TJ Watt. Yeah, so then uh, on to the NBA. Uh, Knicks got uh cheated the other day, but uh, you know we're uh, trying to bounce back, but unfortunately Orlando uh just smacked us up real quick. Um, <laughs> We got a lot of injuries. I think we're gonna be. I, th- I think we'll be fine once the All Star break is over, and then uh, you know, we get some guys to get healthy, get some rest, and come back. So, yeah, uh, like you said, I mean, Nick's been playing really good ball, you know, for the past gosh month and a half or so. Beat up a little bit, yeah. You got you got OG out. Obviously, Randall's been out, but yeah, I, you know, I, I like what they're doing there in New York. I thought they had a pretty good trade deadline. Uh, you know, at least they're they're putting forth the effort, but but yeah. I, I don't know. Um, Got to get healthy. I, the only thing that scares me with that team is Jalen Brunson being your number one option uh, when you get to the playoffs. It, it's just really hard for to dominate in the postseason. It, it historically has been. It's just just real real difficult when you get to that level. Yeah, I think I think it's going to be more. I think the way they're building it right now is just more about overall uh, like a team committee uh, to get things done. Um, yeah, I mean, but unfortunately, that does. <laughs> Doesn't that doesn't work in the playoffs um, as much as it it should? Uh, it hasn't since uh, you know the 2004 Detroit Pistons. I yeah, say. I feel like they're kind of trying to. I don't want to say kind of building like a Miami Heat type type of vibe, but it's going to be tough yeah. for them once they get past that first round. Yeah, um, as you play more of the the top end teams that have, you know two or three stars. Um, right, right. But you know, I mean, they are playing defense, but everybody's gonna have to show up. We can't have Julius Randle. You know, poke you know, moping down the court because he didn't get a rebound or get a foul call, <laughs> call while his defenders uh just put up six points. So um, I, I I don't think it's a coincidence that they've played better when he's been out. Yeah, that's what I said. He's a he's kind of honestly like Carmelo Anthony with like a ball stopper, but I mean when he gets the ball, he's always trying to go one on one to the left, so yeah. get his left hand. Yeah. So uh, once you stop him, I mean. I mean, you, once you, he's he's one of those players. If you get him frustrated, you can take him out the game. Oh yeah, hundred so, percent. And that's something I hate. That's one of the things I hate about him. So, but now the way you see, man. Yep. And I don't know if you saw uh, your boy Vic, man. He had a triple double with blocks the other day. He did last night. Yeah, he had a he had I think twenty nine, fourteen, and ten blocks. Um, kind of crazy. I haven't seen a a block triple double in, in a long time. Uh, Shaq, Hakeem, you know, I think um, what's his face might have had one. Uh, oh, what think of? No, it was another like more, more recent. Um, oh, Dwight Howard. Maybe a Dwight Howard, yeah. But yeah, yeah, he's. I mean, he's gonna be fun to watch, that's for sure. Oh yeah, man. Uh, my head is other French kid coming out this year is gonna be pretty good too. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't think he's as tall. Like I don't think he's like you know seven feet. So, like right, so we'll seven. Right, right. But I think he's like six ten, something like that. Maybe six eleven. Mm-hmm. So that would be funny if the they get the uh the first pick again. So mm-hmm. that's gonna be the twin towers. So and then uh we got NBA All Star weekend this weekend. 
How you how you feeling about the All Star Weekend, man? I mean, it's fine. I'll probably watch Jalen Brown's dunks and probably a little bit of three point contest, and and then I'll probably turn on late on, on the All Star game, which is what I pretty much do every year. And um, I don't know, I'm just not like a huge fan of these. I'm not a huge All Star person anymore. I it's just been so watered down. I think uh, you know over the years it used to it used to be something I, I used to really look forward to, and and you know you'd have you know, the Vince Carters of the world, the dunk contest, you'd have, you know, the best three point shooters that going out there. Um, and then the, the game was semi-competitive late, I would say, you know, I, I think it was kind of fun for the first three quarters and then kind of turned a little more competitive, which I think they're kind of getting back to. Um, but to me, probably the most interesting is the, the skills challenge. Now I think that, you know, the, top end people still do that um, everyone's just so afraid of getting hurt that they don't they don't want to do anything oh yeah for me uh uh i'll probably uh check out the the i, I like seeing the celebrity game sometimes um yeah yeah i'll check it out i'll check it out this year because your boy cj's in there and uh they were showing some of his high school tape so i want to see if he still got it man mm-hmm. then outside of that i mean like you mentioned there's the the skills challenge you know they got the they got the Pacers team, they got a Timberwolves team, and then mm-hmm. uh, or no, they call it uh yeah team Pacers. Then there's the team top picks where they got like the past number one picks. That, that that's a formidable formidable group right there. Um, yeah. And then they got the All Stars. So I'm not sure why they did those three teams, but I guess based off the of people that uh decided to who who they can get to do it, you know that's what right. it was. Right. 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 Then uh, you know we got the dunk contest and the three point contest. So um, the the dunk contest is even even though Brown will be competing, it's just been so watered down. Like I, I it just needs to go back to the the you know you got three attempts right. Like you do the you get your first uh, I don't know they did like the first you know what they did they did like the first three rounds and that was it. You just had your one attempt. If you missed it, you missed it. If you if you hit it, awesome. Uh, yeah. You got you got rated on that. But now it's like. You don't get rated until you know you dunk it, and you have two two minutes. It's I don't know. It's just too much for me. Just like give me one dunk. If you hit it, you don't, and then move on. You get three rounds, and and maybe you know maybe even three worst score out or something like that. I don't know. Like I just I can't do the missing thirty seven dunks and then hitting it. Yeah, I I kind of think this is because of the they've been they haven't been able to get real dunkers to to yeah, uh, do the sure. contest, right? Yeah. So if you look at some of the uh, dunk contests in the past. Like people go up off one dunk and do what whatever it is they were supposed to do, and yeah. uh, you know compared to now you got guys going up three four times trying yeah. to uh, do a dunk that they were just practicing this week. So, but you know I'll keep my eye out for it. I mean three point contest wise, you know I'm gonna root for my boy Jalen Brunson. He's mm-hmm. in there. Um, even though I wouldn't say he's a three point shooter, I wouldn't be surprised if you know you know Halliburton or uh, or uh, didn't uh, Anthony Towns win it one year. Some craziness. Uh, yeah, I think he did. Yeah. So, um, probably my dark horses. Um, mm-hmm. dunk contest wise, I mean, uh, what's 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 the guy they signed uh, again? What's his name? Matt uh, McClung. Yeah, I mean he's a he's one of those specialty dunkers. So I wouldn't be surprised if he won it again. NBA's got to do something, man. Yeah. Yep. I, I know. It's it's not just an NBA problem. It's it's all the all the leagues are trying to figure out what to do and. Um, like I said, there's just there's so much money in 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 you know playing now that it's like 
these guys just don't want to get injured. And and I, I can't blame them. Um, I mean, it goes across the board, even like home run derby. You don't want your swing to be screwed up. Uh, you know, they don't want pitchers pitching in, in the all-star game. And, you know, it's just, it's, it's, uh, everyone's just trying to protect themselves. So I don't know. Do you make the, do you make the, do you make the prize money bigger? Like, so it's worth their time. Uh, I, I don't know. Don't contest. I'm not like overly concerned. Uh, NBA like as a whole, I'm not really overly worried. Like three point contest, dunk contest. And I just don't think that a, a, a lot of bad can happen. But obviously, you don't want it to. Yeah, definitely, man. But that's the. It's not like we've seen somebody like tear an ACL at a three point contest or no. a dunk contest. So I don't. I don't understand why people are really scared to do it. Um, maybe it's the reputation that they lost at the, in the dunk contest. But I mean, I, I think it it builds your your uh, I want to say your lore or like your um, your stardom when you're able to you know win a dunk contest or win a three point contest as well as performing on the court. So yeah, no, I I do agree. No, other than NCAA, it just feels like every everyone but Connecticut just keeps losing. Yeah, it's gonna be a shit show come March Madness, man. Oh my god, it's gonna be a shit show. You have like Everybody's losing every week. Six lost teams that are in the top ten. What is yeah. going on? Well, I mean, a lot of it has to do with the transfer portal. So they're trying to put these teams together that haven't really gelled or uh, compared yeah. to like there's not like we've seen the last year where like some of the latent teams where they have starters that have been together three four years get to yeah. the final four. Um, and I, I want to say I feel like maybe a lot of these players are entitled. It's a lot of one and done players. So it's 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 it's, it's, it's going to be. I feel like it's going to be like this until you get uh, a group of guys that's going to say, hey, we're going to stick together. Or like we're, like the, uh, somebody gets a recruiting class, kind of like the Fab Five, where mm-hmm. they got a bunch of guys coming in that want to play together and uh, be a, be more of a team compared to a one-man show. Right, right, right. And then, uh, then we got a PGA. We got the uh, Boy Tigers uh, playing. Yeah, Jen. Yep, Genesis Invitational. It's it's uh, it's actually sponsored by Tiger's Tiger's event. He, oh, okay. uh, he gave himself a uh, he gave himself a sponsor's exemption into this tournament. Uh, okay, got to win his money back. Kind of funny. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's played it, it's played in L.A. It's at Riviera. It's a it's a pretty uh, pretty popular course, uh, pretty famous course. And they they play PGA Championships there. Players love it there. It, you know, and it's in obviously a lot of these guys are. Southern California boys, so they love uh, they love playing there. Um, but yeah, it's a it's a it's an elevated event, uh, so big money uh, this weekend. I think it's the no cut, or maybe there's a cut in this one. I forget, but um, yeah, it should be it should be a good one. Uh, you know, there's a couple fun holes. This one ten is well known. It's a short par four, but it's got like one of the nastiest greens you'll ever see. And the uh, picturesque uh, 18th uh, walking up uh, to the clubhouse is is really cool. Um, but yeah, it's the, it's the return of Tiger. Um, so and he's got his new his new clothing brand out there. He's pumping the uh, the Sunday Red. Uh, teamed up with TaylorMade. Uh, I didn't realize he had uh, in the Tiger logo. He has 15 stripes for 15 majors. So he did say if he wanted another major, they'll have to change the logo <laughs> and add a 16 stripe, which is kind of funny. But but yeah, it'll be interesting to see how he looks. Uh, he played here last year. He looked pretty good on the first two days, and then kind of. Got off to a hot start on Saturday and, and sort of fell apart after that. But, um, you know, he looks healthy. Um, yeah, we'll see. Oh, yeah. I wonder, I wonder, I know we talked about it before, but I wonder if uh, what what the stipulations were between him and Nike for his own brand. 
for him to yeah, come out with so, it right away, you kind of know that they were kind of in the talks about it, but something, something in, uh, uh, they couldn't agree back, upon something. Yeah. Since he came back from his injury, he wasn't wearing Nike shoes. Um, he was wearing foot joy shoes, which was interesting. So it kind of leads me to believe that he probably asked for something like, Hey, we need to develop a shoe. Uh, you know, I, I just, the way I walk is different. I need, and they probably like, you know what? We're getting out of, this anyway so you know you can wear the foot joy till you figure out you know what you want to do and, and he was probably working on the side like you said like trying to find someone um taylor made always kind of always made sense i think you know he plays uh taylor made clubs he's got a, a a good relationship with them and and you know they're willing to to take on uh his brand and but i did i thought he i thought he owned the tw today he kind of made it sound like he left that all with nike and was like Basically, you know, we're leaving, leaving that logo behind and, and moving forward. So I don't know if he, he owns it or not, but it, it, it kind of sounded funny. Yeah, I wonder if it was a, a situation. I know sometimes people have like these uh, deals where, let's say you, uh, let's say you sign with Nike, Nike, Nike uh, and like they part ways, Nike can still use the image or, you know, whatever the case is for like 18 months yeah. or something like that. So I wonder if it's kind of one of those situations. Maybe could be, but uh, who, who you liking in this one? I know our, our Rom won it last year. I like um, I like Max Homa. Uh, he, it's just kind of a home course for him. Um, I expect him to play well. Uh, um, Jordan Spieth also plays well here. He was kind of lurking at the waste management. Um, I, li- I like him. Well, uh, Scheffler, I think he'll, he should be right there. Um, and Justin Thomas plays well at this course as well. So, uh, and, and don't count out Tiger he, top 15, maybe. Got to check those odds, man. Yeah. There's definitely going to be, uh, something I keep an eye on. Hopefully, yep. uh, I think, I think if he were to, uh, uh, place high or, you know, be in a running, it's going to do great for the tournament. So. Yeah. And, and, you know, he said today, he, he, he's only playing cause he thinks he can win. Right. He's, he's always said that if he, if he didn't think he could win, he's not. He, he wouldn't play. Um, so they said, "What's a successful week?" And he basically was like, "A W." Like anything less than that for him is, you know, he didn't meet his goals. Oh yeah, and I think I think he's one of those people that would only, like you mentioned, play to win. Um, yeah. He's not playing for Absolutely. a second place, third place. He's playing to win. No, so. no chance. And then uh, I think that's it for sports, man. Time again, ladies and gentlemen. We got another edition of uh, JD's Bites and Brew. What you got for us? All right, so I don't have any uh, home cooked meals uh, this week because I've been on the road. But what we're gonna do is a uh, favorite uh, favorite deli sandwich in New York, Rich. So one thing that that is missing in, in other other parts of the country that are not the Northeast are uh, kosher delis. Uh, one of my you know, favorite places to go to. Um, I don't know if you're uh, familiar with the, the, the kosher deli sandwiches. Oh, yeah, I'm I, familiar. I, but, uh, I, I, assume, I assume you are. Yeah, but my favorite sandwich is not like a, I wouldn't call it a kosher deli sandwich. All right, it's well, more like uh, a. Yeah, we'll go, we'll go, sam- you know, favorite, favorite New York sandwich, favorite New York deli sandwich. 
Um, so uh, I'll go. Um, mine's a, a hot pastrami uh, on rye. Uh, I just think there's there's nothing like it. The way they the way they cook it up here, homemade rye bread, uh, some mustard, some onions, uh, and some uh, some Swiss cheese or you know cheese of choice on there, uh, all melted together. Um, probably one of the one of my favorite sandwiches in the world. Yeah, so if, I, if I'm going to go a traditional sandwich, I'm going to go the, the hot turkey, um, okay. which is like, you know, is, you know your honey turkey where, you know, uh, you can either yeah. do it with peppers or onions, um, Swiss cheese, you know, lettuce, tomatoes, whatever you like. Um, but, you know, my go-to is the chopped cheese, man. That's a New York staple. Oh, man. yeah, yeah. Yep, you're right, you're right. That is a, that is a classic. Yeah, so, I mean... If you're ever in New York, definitely want to go get you a chopped cheese. You know, that's one of the sandwiches, the staple sandwiches, you know. Yeah. If not, you know, wrong, get, yeah. yeah, if not, you can get you, a, you know, a hot turkey or a hot pastrami. Mm-hmm. You get you a, um, a gyro, you know, those are all great, great, great yeah. uh, options. So, and then uh, what, 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 what's the uh, drink you got for us? All right. So this week, uh, obviously being in New York, uh, going to go with New York Brewery. So going with other half, uh, they are originally out of Brooklyn. Um, they have a satellite place up in uh, Rockefeller Center, uh, which is where I went. And again, they're kind of like on that New England IPA kind of train, similar to like a treehouse, Trillium. Um, so I grabbed their all citra everything. Uh, so it's an eight and a half uh, percent double IPA. A uh, uh, New England style. Um, it it's uh, obviously by the name of it. It's uh, uh, all hopped with uh, all citra, so citra hops. Um, again, one of my one of my favorites. So it's it's not only hopped during the brewing process, uh, but it is also a uh, it's also dry hopped. Um, so it is uh, sorry, double dry hopped. So. Uh, hop twice during uh, during conditioning. Um, yeah, it's just really it's a really you know uh, fruity, orangey type of a uh, of an IPA. Uh, very smooth, um, just very very flavorful. Uh, you know, it it kind of rivals the double citra from um, from Hill Farms set up in Vermont. Uh, but this is a you know just all around like a, a excuse me a really good really good beer. Um, I'll probably give it a uh, eight. Oh, that's great, man. We're back on track, man. Back on track. Back on track, man. Definitely uh, have to give that one a try when I'm back in New York. Yeah. Uh, I, I might have been to that brewery before. I don't remember. Um, it's small. I think I, they, the one in Brooklyn is small. Yeah, I think they had an event there. I went there before. Okay. Um, and then I went to the, I usually go to the Bronx Brewery uh, when they have like yeah. events. They yeah. have like um, like food vendors come out or they host they do certain stuff. They do like a, because uh, they have like a section in the back where they'll hook up a DJ, play some music. Mm-hmm. So it gets a little, yeah. it's a little popping, popping in there sometimes. So, right. It sounds great, man. That's uh, JD's Bites and Brew, everybody. And then uh, this week for the BRRs, I mean, we got our staple shows going through. We got uh, True Detective. Uh, they put out the fifth episode. So, yeah, some stuff was shaking up, man. Yeah. I mean, you know, we talked about a little bit earlier, but like you gotta, they still have a lot to to kind of uh, tie up here uh, at the end. But but yeah, some some 
some big happenings there at the uh, the end of uh, at the end of uh, episode five with uh, you know uh, what's her face Liz getting uh, you know she had the uh, the uh, uh, Otis um, drug addict and he was going to help her get to the uh, uh, up into the caves uh, ice caves to try to figure out what's going on with the mining company and and what happened to Annie Cowtuck and felt like she had a good break and then the uh, we find out that the uh, the cop, the dad, um, is uh, looks like being paid off by the mining company to kind of keep yep. things quiet. He was sent over to, to take care of Otis, uh, which he did, um, and then you know went to go turn the gun on on Liz, and and his son took him out, which I still feel like was you know suicide by cop kind of thing. Yep. Like he mm-hmm. he knew what was going to happen once he pointed the gun at Liz. Yeah. Uh, but but you know you know like we said probably was trying to get his son on his side and when he realized it wasn't going to happen sent uh you know basically you know pulled a pulled a gun on Liz and, and his son shot him um, but now uh, him and uh, him and Evangelina uh, or Evangeline are going uh, or her and Evangeline are going to the to the uh, to the caves and uh, try to figure out what's gonna what's going on in that mining company. Oh yeah, man. Um... We still got a lot of questions of, uh, you know, what's in the caves, who killed mm-hmm. uh, the homegirl, and then uh, mm-hmm. this damn spiral, man. Um, yeah, yeah. So I wonder, I wonder, I wonder how much they're gonna be able to give us, or if the spiral is gonna kind of uh, just still be left out there for another season or something. Yeah. But I'm surprised they're only doing six episodes, man. They got to give us eight, man. I feel like it's always six episodes. Really? I thought one of them was eight, man. Maybe. Maybe I'm pretty sure the the I don't I don't remember the first season. I'm pretty sure the second season was six. Yeah, man, they got a uh, can't leave us hanging, man. I know they get a lot. But, to, they get a lot to tie up here in this last hole. Yeah, looking forward to it though. It's a good uh, oh, sure, yeah, good series. So, and then outside of that, I mean, um, we got Love Is Blind coming back today. So <laughs> definitely uh, be watching that this weekend. Hopefully. Uh, no, they put out. Heard they put out six episodes. Hopefully, this one I got some drama, man. Charlotte season. You guys gotta t- bring bring the drama, man. To something. <laughs> we'll see. Then uh, went back. Uh, gave Tokyo Vice a shot, a real shot. So I was paying attention. Um, show's not bad, man. It's actually kind of good, man. Okay. Uh, they just the first seasons out was pretty much about a uh, an American uh, journalist who goes out to Tokyo um, looking for a job. And then uh, he kind of he kind of get, gets caught up between you know um, you know the yakuza's and you know the uh, police and other mm-hmm. entities while he's trying to put out stories. Mm-hmm. It seems like it's based like maybe in the '90s, early 2000s. It seems like a lot of the uh, gang violence is more like uh, not up to date. I don't say not up to date. I feel like I think back then the accused Yakuza was using more like knives and other stuff to kill people mm-hmm. rather than guns. So um, I don't know if they still do that, you know, because I'm not over there. But definitely, uh, definitely something you can check out when you get a chance. The second season, I believe, just started or it's been out for a while. So I'm going through that now. So, OK. Then on the other hand, if you're looking for uh, more funny stuff, definitely gotta check out uh, Abbott's Elementary, man. Um, OK. It's pretty much like the office, but in the school setting. Um, mm-hmm. It's a funny little show, um, half an hour episode. So 
definitely something you can check out when you get a chance. Okay. And then outside of that, just looking for some other stuff to watch. I know we got some other stuff coming up. Uh, Raising Canyon just finished up. Does a good another good show. You definitely check that out. Um, Which one? Uh, Raising Canyon is the spinoff oh, okay. of uh, yeah. one of the Power series of Power. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you're finished Power or watch Power, but definitely. Uh, if not, you could definitely watch both shows. So. Okay. And then uh, just looking for some new stuff to watch, man. I know they got the got the Halo out. Um, looks like they up the budget and you know they got more actors more um mm-hmm. special effects so uh okay. looks like looks like it's going to be a good season okay yes like you know kind of still the same i i uh still watching um only murders in the building uh so finishing out that's first season I, I've, I've liked it uh it's kind, mm-hmm. of a, a, kind of a comedy mystery uh kind of deal but uh it's been pretty good uh other than that not, yeah, just just uh, it's really just that and True Detective right now, I think. Yeah, man, I definitely uh, keep posted off on anything else. Yeah, I did see they they dropped uh, I think a World War Two uh, Nazi Germany movie uh, on Netflix, so I might check that out. Um, but yeah, other than that, it's uh, it's just those two shows right now. Yeah, I know the uh, that uh, Madam Web came out. Tom said they got mm-hmm. bad reviews, so or uh, yeah. I'll check out the bootleg, see what's going on. Need you to confirm, um, Rich. Yeah, confirm what's going on. But um, not, I, I'm not even. It's probably anything. Any Marvel movies Sony's doing, I, I really don't care for anyway. But I'll you know give mm-hmm. it a shot just to see. Um, sure. Po- you know, poke my head in there. But ultimately, yeah. uh, it's probably it's probably gonna whatever they're saying for the reviews is probably what's happening over there. Yeah. Yeah. Then uh, I think that's pretty much it, man. I don't got anything else. That's all I got. All right, ladies and gentlemen, until next time. Till next time, Rich. I want to thank y'all for rocking out here on the Sports Sidebar Podcast. Let me give y'all something to ride out on.